0: Holy jumpin' tomato paste. Uh, if tomato paste could actually jump and it was holy, then maybe I'd have something there. But disregard my opening comments because they have no meaning. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Harland Highway. My name is Harland Williams. I am the host of the Harland Highway. Hope you're ready to have some giggles and some chuckles. Uh, we're going to make a crank call to a bird sanctuary today. Yeah, crank call to a bird sanctuary should be fun. Um, And then I'm going to be talking about asses. I'm going to be talking about guys looking at other guys' asses. Yeah, a little creepy, but it's true. I've done it, and all you other guys listening have done it. Yeah, you'll be surprised to realize you've done it. Um, we're gonna be talking about toothpaste, primarily flavored toothpaste. It is delicious. Hello, and speaking of delicious, killer whales. And uh, can you imagine the number of kills they make every year? Well, they're killer whales. And then also it's a very special day today. It's Mother's Day. We're gonna be talking about how you can treat your mother and make her her feel very special just the way you feel when you're right here on the Harland Highway. <laughs> Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, Rob? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man! You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. Then I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. This is Harland Williams swimming down the Harland Highway with y'all. I went down to SeaWorld on the weekend, man. You ever been to SeaWorld? Oh, what a treat that is, man. Seeing dolphins swirling around and stingrays and sharks and walruses and seals and fat women in spandex. What a treat. Hello. But here's what I don't get, man. I go to this thing. It's the killer whale show. Shamu, the killer whale. Okay. So I'm thinking, great right there it's all there in the name the killer whale show somebody's gonna die somebody's gonna get killed i can't wait we love violence right america i can't wait to see the killer whale kill something so i go i sit in the stands and there's this giant killer shamu or paprika or someone swimming around in there man Big shiny black wall of muscle with these little white patches around its eyes. It's like a swimming panda that's been flattened out by a steamroller. So I'm like, alright, there's the killer whale. Let's see some killing. So sure enough, this guy walks out in a shiny black wetsuit. I mean, this guy's glistening. He looks like black licorice ready to eat. And I'm like, what's this guy gonna do, man? And lo and behold, he jumps in the water. I'm like, alright, this sucker's done, man. This dude's gonna be eaten. And sure enough, here comes the killer whale, man. He's moving in. He swims up to the guy in the wetsuit, dun and dun Oh, I know he's gonna get killed. Yes! Ah! What the hell? He kisses the thing. What in the name of sweet God, he's kissing the killer whale. I'm thinking, oh man, you don't kiss a killer whale, now he's dead. But what happens next? He jumps on the thing's back and starts riding around like he's on a a surfboard, man jumping through the air with him and he's dangling a sardine in his mouth and the killer whale's jumping up and taking it out of his mouth. What are you doing, Shamu? Pull his head off, bite his ass cheek off, turn him into a one ass cheeked wonder. Killer whale. Ooh, real scary there! Hey, Shamu, you're real, a real killer there, Freddy Krueger. I wouldn't want to get in the water with you, Jason the Thirteenth. It's more dangerous to stick your face in a fish tank and let a starfish suck your face. Oh well, I think I'll go eat some sushi. Love. All right, this uh, this is going to come off sounding a bit weird, what I'm about to say here, but um, how many guys listening have checked out other guys' asses? And even more specifically, how many guys listening have checked out their best friend's asses? Mm-hmm. You hear that sound? That's bowling. If you've bowled, You've checked out your your guy friend's asses really good. And your girlfriend's asses. Everybody's ass. That's the thing. You ever go bowling? You can't help but check out the people you're bowling with is asses. That's hard to say. Bowling with is asses. The people you're bowling with is what I'm trying to say. You can't avoid seeing their ass because you all sit on the benches behind where they get up to bowl, and they get up to bowl, and they're blocking the pins, okay? And they stand there, and for the first time in your life, you're like, "Man, Jim's got a fat ass," or "Hey, look at uh, look at Barry's ass." If I was a girl, I'd, I'd think that's a hot ass, and then. Look at Danny's ass. That thing's flatter. That's like a Panetta bread, flat ass, bread ass. Right? You can't help it. Uh, you know, maybe if you play one game, you're in and out quickly. But if you, if you sit around and play three, four games of bowling, which is what most people do, y- you're staring at your buddy's ass. And for the first time, you kind of notice the shape of it and what it looks like. It's weird. It's awkward. And you also get self conscious uh, about your ass. I went bowling like uh, a few nights ago. And, uh, you know, about halfway through the game, I started realizing when I've got my back to all my buddies, there's nothing really to look at. Your eye line, because most of them are sitting down in those stools. So their eye line doesn't go up to my shoulders, doesn't go down to my ankles. Their eye line is straight to the ass. So you know, girls, if 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 you're uh if you're feeling like inadequate, like your your boyfriend or your husband isn't checking out your ass enough lately or complimenting on your ass, or or let's say you've been at the gym and you've been working on your ass, you wanna show it off, you should just be like, Hey honey, why don't we do something different tonight? Oh yeah, what's that? You wanna get a unicorn? What? No, what what did you mean? Well, why don't we go bowling? Uh, I don't know. Let's go bowling. It's so, it's so fun. We haven't done it for a long time. Meanwhile, the subtext in her head, I want him to see my ass. I want him to see my fresh new ass I've been working out in the gym with. Um, so there you go. I mean, bowling is a sport, I guess, kind of. If rolling a ball down some wood can be a sport, I guess. I know it takes skill. I'm actually a pretty good bowler, if I do say so myself. But uh, it is weird. If you go, you're going to have a lot of recreational fun. But just be warned, you're going to get to know your best friends' asses. I can't even say that right. And that makes me an ass. So there you go. Your best friends' asses. And I'm an asses. Strike! Billy, you get in there and brush your teeth! I don't want to, you old bag! Get in there and brush your teeth, Billy! Remember those days when you hated brushing your teeth? Even nowadays, as an adult, it ain't the funnest thing in the world, right? You always come out of the bathroom and you smell like a. The back of an ambulance I don't know toothpaste it's always like minty or spearminty or cinnamon ah. Who needs that when you're going to sleep at night? Your mouth is, like, vibrant and alive. You feel like you should be making out with a camel. Oh, man, but crest has done it, man. Oh, this weekend, I found it. They came up with a new flavor. They got vanilla. Vanilla Vanilla-flavored toothpaste. What a treat. It is delicious, man. I ate a whole tube. I started brushing my teeth, started eating my toothbrush, all the little bristles, tasted like uh, icing, man, I thought I was eating a Pepperidge Farm layer cake. I just lay down and squirt at my mouth, I pretend I'm on Mars, walking around eating space food. Yeah, give me the, uh, some more vanilla, uh, vanilla toothpaste, I need the uh, crust. Oh my God, it's delicious. So long, Aquafresh. I'm going to ice my birthday cake with Crest Vanilla. How about Crest Double Fudge Chocolate Bubblegum? Hello! Screw it. I'm just going to start brushing my teeth with ice cream, man. Oh, way to go, Crest. Thanks for making my cavities taste delicious. Keep on smiling here on the Harlan Highway. Yes, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening. All the mothers and all the mother... All the mothers everywhere. Happy Mother's Day. Today is the day. What a treat. And we give thanks for to our mothers for carrying us around for nine months, for popping us out into this world for giving us life there's probably days when we curse our mothers for popping us out into this world but we are here and we're doing the best we can and uh i hope you take just a moment today just a moment 30 seconds maybe a text maybe leave a phone message uh, maybe even send flowers you ever think of that your mother brought you into this world and you phone the flower company. And let's be honest, it's about, you call 1-800-Flowers and it's like 50 to 100 bucks to send a nice vase full of flowers. And you're like, oh man, no, 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 no. I can't. Well, hey, wait a minute. You're, you wouldn't be here without your mother. And you're like, oh, I don't have that kind of relationship with my mother. I'm not touchy-feely. I'm not like, we're not lovey-dovey. She's my mom. We're cool. She knows I love her. Hey, screw you. Your mother is worth the $50 or the $100 or the $1,000 or unlimited dollars. She's your mother. And yeah, you don't see her much anymore and you don't talk to her as much and you're not as close as you used to be. Whatever. Whatever. Did you ever just sit down and think that, man, that's, that's my unit, man. I came out of that. We get so caught up in our lives and we get so busy, uh, immersed in our own world, our own jobs, our own social settings. Think about it. Think about it. There's another human being wandering the planet that you are inside of that you were that they were your home for 9 months that was your safe harbor that 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 body that host body your mother nurtured you with her bodily fluids with the with with her womb and uh no matter what your relationship is don't you think your mom's worth it Don't you think your mom's worth it? Even if it's a day late. Okay, today's Mother's Day. You're going, you know what? It's today. Oh, I missed it. You know what? I'll do this next year. No, 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 you're not. This this is your homework assignment from me to you. Okay? And even if you don't have a good relationship with your mother, maybe she's a drunk. Maybe she beat you. Maybe she wasn't nice to you. Maybe she ripped you off. Maybe she did the worst things ever imaginable. But at the end of the day, you're a part of her. And so I want you just for five minutes, put all your differences aside. Put all your emotions, put all your own selfish needs and feelings aside and go, you know what, I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to send my mother some flowers. And is she worth 50 bucks? Is she worth 100 bucks? Hell to the yaz she is. Okay, and the reason I'm saying 1-800-Flowers, I don't have a deal with them. I don't endorse them. But that's the easiest way to make sure you guys don't cop out because that's what I do. I call 1-800-Flowers because it's a no-brainer. Gee, how do I send flowers? You know, if only I knew how to send flowers, I would send flowers to my mother. But I don't know. I don't have the yellow pages. I don't know any flower shops around me. I, I, you know what? Sorry, Ma. I wish I could have done it, you know? Okay, Sandy. Suddenly I'm John Travolta here. But you, you have a cell phone. You have a home line. You dial 1-800-Flowers. Can you do that? I think you're smart enough to do that, and a friendly operator comes on, and you say, "Look, I want to send something for Mother's Day for like between forty and a hundred bucks," and they walk you through it, and they go, "Well, we have a nice little thing that's uh, an arrangement of sunflowers and one-eyed snapdragons and gazanillas." And that comes in a nice glass vase with water, and it's delivered right to the door. And that one's $59.92. And you go, sold. Here's my mother's address. Out the door and to your mother the next day. And by the way, they say, and what would you like the card to say? And that's where it gets a little weird, because suddenly you're telling a complete telemarketer stranger, like, well, dear mom, I love you. And whatever my nickname is. What is your nickname, sir? Um Cookie Crisp Cinnamon Boy. Okay, excellent. So, it's a homework assignment from me to you. I don't give them to you very often, do I? And you don't have to do it. Of course you don't have to do it. But wouldn't it be nice? What if you were... Think about it. Switch places with your mother right now. Think about where your mother is. Maybe... She lives in another state. maybe she lives in another country. I don't maybe you live together. I don't know. but take take her place and you become her and she becomes you. And imagine a beautiful bouquet of flowers came. and does it seem cheesy? Yes, does it seem old-fashioned? yes, but I guarantee you you will put a light in your mother's heart. By doing this. And uh, it's worth it. Once you commit, once you sign off on the $50 or the $100, and you hang up the phone and the order's placed, you're going to feel like a million bucks. And don't think about that money. Don't go, you know, my budget's tight. I can't. I have a car payment. I... I got to take the kids to soccer camp. I'm going out for a trip next month. That's all on you. That, that's your selfish world. It's not really selfish, but that's your world. That's the world you live in. And it's like, whoop de doo. Your mother's bigger than anything in your world. Okay? She's bigger than anything in your world. So treat her. Send her a little gift. I always say this. I guarantee when you die, my friends, you will have $50 or $100 in a bank account or a bunch of pennies in a drawer, a bunch of coins, or your car. Your car is probably worth a few grand. You can't take it with you. So I know I'm being a brat. I know I'm being a pest. But believe me, in the end, you're, this is good. You're going to look good. You're gonna look good. You'll probably bring a tear to your mother's eye, and you're gonna you're gonna feel good inside. It's once a year. Are you telling me once a year you can't drop $50 on your mother? Alright, are you guilted out yet? Do you feel the heat? Do you feel the pressure? <laughs> Who is this? My mother is dead. Huh? What? What was that? Even if you have the Norman Bates psycho mother, even if your mother is in a wheelchair with a wig and she's a corpse, send her the damn flowers, okay? Tell your mother you love her. And if if you're not that kind of family where you, you don't use the L word, the flowers will say it all. Uh now it is mother's day so i thought you know maybe i should share a story about my mother right that seems appropriate let's let's tell a mother story so here's a fun one that that i used to do and this is how you'll get a glimpse into what an idiot i am how i grew up to be such a nimrod <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm laughing already, because it's funny to me. I know what's coming. You don't. You, You might not think it's funny. You probably won't. But this is what I did as a young boy, not even a young boy, right up into my late teens, okay? We lived in a house in the suburbs, and I have four sisters. And we lived with my mom and my dad, obviously. And all the bedrooms were at the top of the stairs, and at the bottom of the stairs was the living room. And in the living room, right near the bottom of the stairs from where the bedrooms were, there was a chair. In the living room was my mum's favorite chair. It was right by the window, and she loved to sit there and read. My mom's a reader. She reads all the time, right? And uh, growing up, we had our grandmother, who God bless her. this is this is, uh, happy Mother's Day is for her too. Uh, she passed away when I was in my my mid twenties. But she had an interesting voice. my My grandmother had kind of a little bit of a pelican neck, like a lot of people in my family. We don't really have a chin, and we got kind of a baggy throat <laughs> instead of a neck. And an Adams apple. We have like it looks like you ever see a pelican after it's dived underwater and there's fish hanging in its in its bill? That's what our throats look like. A lot of people in my family. It's it's really the curse of the Williams O'Donnell clan. Um but anyways, my, my grandmother had this kind of throat and and she kinda had this voice where <laughs> she got had a, a bit of a weird like uh Her voice can be a bit like up here sometimes, you know? She's like, what are you doing, boys and girls? And I'm exaggerating it a bit, but that's kind of what it sounded like. So my mother's name is Lorraine, okay? And we'd all be up in bed. I'd be in my room. I I had the only solo bedroom because I was the only boy. And then my two older sisters shared a bedroom and my two little sisters shared a bedroom. And we'd all be upstairs, and my mom was laying down, uh, was sitting down in the living room reading, and I knew my sister's door was open, and both of them, and I knew they could hear me, and I'd be dead silent, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just for kicks, because I knew it would make my sisters laugh, and I knew it would freak my mom out, I would yell my mother's name. But in my grandmother's voice, I'd yell Lorraine. So it would just be quiet, crickets chirping, middle of the night, and then all of a sudden, for no reason, I'd go, Lorraine! Right? And then I'd just start howling, howling. And then my sisters would start laughing. I could hear them in their other rooms. And then it was just, it was just quiet, right? And then I'd do it. I'd wait. I'd wait about three, four minutes. And then I was like, Lorraine! <laughs> and, you know, my mom didn't really react. And then by the third one, like six minutes later, Lorraine! What is that? Who is, who is doing that? Who is calling my name? Who? S- cut it out. Go to sleep. And by this time, my sisters are cracking up. I'm cracking up. Uh, and as I said, now you can see why I was a dillweed at the early stages of my life. But it was fun, man. So there you go. A little, little uh, inside Harland Williams um, Mother's Day remembering. And uh, as I said, please, I know I was kind of bullying you in the opening segment about Mother's Day, but in all sincerity, if you get the chance, if you feel it, this is just a a suggestion, but look inside your heart, think about your mom, and if you can, send her some nice flowers. And uh, to all the mothers listening, hey, happy Mother's Day. Mother did it need. I think I'll call a bird sanctuary. Yeah, they got a lot of nice tropical birds down in Florida. I'll call the bird sanctuary and check in on my birds and see how they're enjoying their winter break. Name is Bird Sanctuary. (whistles) Can I help you? help you? Uh. <whistles> beep, 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 beep. Uh. Hello. Uh. Can I help you? Oh. Can I help you? Do you want something or not? Hello. <laughs> Can I help you? Wow. Okay, I guess uh, that lady at the bird sanctuary is giving me the bird. She hung up on, she hung up on. I was trying to talk to her in bird. And, oh, well. uh, Rude, just rude. Um, You'd think a bird sanctuary would understand my pleas. Oh, what are you going to do? anyhow, let's move on, baby. Uh, Don't forget, starting tonight in San Diego. So excited. I haven't uh, done stand-up in San Diego. I don't think ever. I think I did a corporate gig once, but I've never done a San Diego comedy club. So this is a first. Uh, I'm going to be in San Diego, California at the American Comedy Co., And you can get tickets for uh, these shows at AmericanComedyCo.com. And I will be there uh, tonight, Thursday, May 10th through the 13th. So I'm there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I'm super jazzed up, man. We are going to have a blast. And then if you're in town in Burbank on uh, this Tuesday, the 15th, May 15th, uh, it's the Apple Tree Boys st- uh, sketch comedy show at Flapper's Comedy Club in Burbank, California. Go online and get uh, your tickets at Flapper's Comedy Club in Burbank. It's an 8 o'clock show. It's a full-on improv set, sketch comedy, tons of fun. And then, yes, I am going back to Chicago. Uh, I will be in Chicago uh, May 31st uh through to uh June 3rd. Uh and that'll be awesome and then uh the second week in June I'm down in Tampa at the Improv. So a lot of good comedy dates coming up for me. Uh Tampa's June 7th to the 10th at the Tampa Improv and then May 31st to uh June 3rd the uh Chicago Improv which is in Schaumburg. Great Club. Don't forget, you can call me, 323-739-4330. You can write to me at harlandwilliams.com. You can download the Harland Highway on your cell phone at Stitcher. Get the Stitcher radio app and download that for free, and you can listen to the highway wherever you go. And uh, check out harlandwilliams.com if you want to write me a letter or if you want to pick up some merchandise in the store we have some new items in the store a lot of fun check it out and uh, once more happy Mother's Day to everybody Uh, you can follow me on Facebook or at Harland Williams on Twitter and uh, look forward to the next podcast hope you had a great time happy Mother's Day and until next time chicken chow mother this my mother is dead